0: Now, Trevor, did you ever like to play any of the kart racing games?
1: I love the kart racing games, especially Mario Kart, Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, you're naming some great ones.
0: RC pro RC pro yeah. You can't forget. uh, Am. Pro-Am. Am? Am? Am. am
1: pro
0: It's like in the morning. So you love those games. Oh, yeah. So what would happen if you took those games and made them as difficult to play and navigate through the menus as possible?
1: you'd probably have the game we're talking about today.
0: That's right. You'd have Penny Racers. So we just want to thank you guys for listening. This is the next episode of Retro Retro Bliss. Bliss. Hello, welcome to another episode of Retro Bliss, coming to you live from my parents' house. So if you hear things going on in the background, it's their fault. And they also raised me, so this podcast is also their fault.
1: It's all so, their fault, if you think about
0: it. Yeah, all of it. Because like they, they partially raised Trevor, too. This whole thing is their fault, is what we're trying to say. Don't write to us, write to them. <laughs> <laughs> and your congressman. <laughs> no, that, neither one of those things will get anything done for you.
1: Yeah, so today's episode's... I guess, kind of special in that it's our first N64 game. You know, we said from the start we're going to go all the way up to N64, which, you know, some people say it's retro, some not, but it's retro enough for it's me. It's
0: retro now. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to, like, a classic rock radio station, they're playing Metallica now. So yeah. if that's classic rock, then, you know, Nintendo 64 oh, yeah. is the classic rock. I mean, it's the Metallica of the retro gaming world.
1: Right. <laughs> if NES was our childhood, this was our formative teenage years.
0: I guess that's a good way to put it. Now, Trevor, do you remember the Penny Racers, the actual little toys?
1: Well, I'm glad you asked. I do remember the Penny Racers, and I didn't until I saw this game in the game store. and I'm like, oh, the Penny Racers. We loved these things as a kid. They were just, uh, you know, your cheap pullback plastic toys? Yes. It was like that, except they were like super squashed-looking replicas of real cars. Like, it's a police car, but it's really squashed like a...
0: Think, think think like a Hot Wheels car, but even squished even more yes, so and smaller. Like that. It's like it's like between the size of a Hot Wheels and a micro machine, wouldn't you say?
1: It is, yes. Bigger than a micro machine, smaller than a Hot Wheels. The cool thing, if <laughs> yeah, I remember. What do you mean cool? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> wait until you hear this. Yeah. So if you just pull it back, it just goes like a regular toy, right? But if you put a penny in the back in a little slot in the back of the car, it would like do tricks like wheelies and
0: spins and stuff. So now, how did it get its name though?
1: I actually don't know how it got the name Penny Racers.
0: That makes no sense then. No. I don't know who did this. It's got to be some sort of crazy Japanese thing.
1: Yeah, some kind of acronym or something.
0: Now, you know, this game originally was a Japanese game. Uh, right. The Penny Racers started in Japan. Right. They were called something else over there. 4 q Thank you. And then, of course, in America, we called them Penny Racers. for As me and you have both discussed, for a reason we can't figure out. Right. We don't know. If you guys know, we don't care enough. Now... The the first thing I wanna talk about in this game is you're met with some amazing music. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a way to put it. Now I will say though, in defense, if there's gonna be any of this game, all N sixty four music is not the greatest to me. Besides yeah. any besides Mario games, but that's always they're always gonna be a cut above.
1: There's definitely some great N64 soundtracks, but it was kind of an awkward place between your awesome you know, chip tunes, like from the SNES, Sega Genesis, and then your CD quality. It was somewhere in between the two, and so there were some awkward sounds that came out of the N64 at times.
0: Yeah, that's right. Awkward sounds, I'm like when I'm trying to get up out of bed in the morning. So what was,
1: <laughs> what was your first impression of just the title screen, the music, the graphics?
0: I've already forgotten it.
1: Well, when I first saw the title screen, and spoiler, I think... I'm not going to go into the review, but I think maybe Johnny's feelings of this game are more concrete than mine. We'll just say that. <laughs> but I'll say the first thing I felt when I saw the menu screen was it kind of looked like a Super Nintendo game, um, just, just just based on the menu screen. And the sounds were eh, not super impressive, but, but it kind of, I don't know, it kind of made me want to play too because it felt more retro than maybe it really is.
0: Now, I will start out and let's just talk about the car selection at first. Um, you know, there are actually quite a few little cars you can choose from at the very beginning, mm-hmm. all different looks and sizes and, and and, such like that. So, going in, I was pretty pumped up to play this game. I've never played it before, so yeah, I was, one of us have, yeah. So, I was pretty excited to play it because just from what I'd seen, it looked really cool. I mean, you got, uh, there's like,
1: 13 penny racers all together, yeah.
0: Then, on top of that, as we'll get into later, there's all kinds of things you can do to these cars.
1: Oh, yeah, we'll get into that later for sure, but, uh, some of the penny racers I remembered. There was a Volkswagen Beetle, a Mini Cooper, which is what I was using. Yeah,
0: I used like some sort of uh, looked almost like a Trans Am. Yeah, some sort of car.
1: Some really cool vehicles. There's,
0: some, there's like little trucks in there, all kinds of things.
1: I think they're all based on real penny racers, which is cool.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. So that that part of it was really awesome. Now, uh, after you choose your vehicle, I will go ahead and say, let's get the get the navigation out of the way. It, it, there's a steep learning curve. <laughs>
1: So, I think Nintendo Power said it best. I found a quote online. A quote from Nintendo Power's actual review from... Uh, the game came out in 98, so I guess the review was 98-99. They said, I quote... If I can find my quote. Oh, we found the menus hard to navigate. <laughs> <laughs> would you agree with that statement?
0: I would agree concretely. That's the most truest statement I've ever heard in my entire the uh, long length of existence
1: just selecting a normal race with two players was like wait what are we doing wait what's happening oh okay that's it it just wasn't i still obvious.
0: don't i still don't feel like we knew what we were doing
1: the there were so many things like um which, so yeah some of the things that were important were kind of hidden in weird menus
0: yeah like which is life really i mean
1: right <laughs> that makes sense
0: yeah so there we said there were 13 uh 13 cars 13 cars there's the word
1: Uh, There was nine tracks plus an editor, a track editor, which we'll get into maybe later.
0: Yeah. Now, I will. okay, the nine tracks, uh, I want to try to remember some of them. Uh, There was like a country track, I think it's what it was called. That was the first one, right? Uh, Then you moved on to, there was one in the caves. There was uh, a couple different ones that took place in the snow or on ice, it seemed.
1: Yeah, there were kind of three tracks that were all on snow and ice, and it made them kind of feel similar, but...
0: Yeah, and then you had... um, a Volcano one, which is really annoying. There, some of the tracks, if you ever notice in an N64 uh, racing games catalog, like have very similar ideals. And I always feel like there's always some sort of volcano or yeah. cave track in all their 64 yeah. racers <laughs> for whatever reason. Now, I will say on the positive notes, the, the tracks do seem fun, as in, there's all kinds of environmental things that can happen to your car. Uh, at one point, like during one of the caves. Uh, you can have like something from the cave fall on top of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's
1: little jumps in quite a few places. Little
0: jumps and stuff. Um, if you go into the grass, though, you're just you're cooked. Your goose uh-huh. is uh, cooked.
1: Should we just go and say, you talk about running off into the grass.
0: You will so do that a lot.
1: The cars are pretty cool. The tracks are the cars are really cool, actually. The tracks are overall pretty cool. So why is it that you seem to have a negative tone already?
0: It is perhaps one of the most difficult games to play as in a racing game to play for me personally I still can't figure out how to not drive and slide into the grass there is some sort of you know most of these racing games have a um, have a button you can push in which will help you turn sharper this one if you push it you just flip like your car flips
1: your power slide button in this game is the right trigger and it is called 90 degree barrel roll turn
0: and that is a very accurate description you
1: actually barrel roll after you turn and it's I can't quite figure out. I mean, I'm sure we're missing something, but it just—I don't understand the point of that.
0: I think if we saw somebody who knew what they were doing when they were playing it, yeah, it might be pretty cool to see. Like you're right. coming around a corner, and then you hit that button, and your car barrel rolls perfectly, and you just keep going like right. in one beautiful motion. But you know that was that wasn't that well, wasn't my experience.
1: What happened to us is we're trying to make the turn, and well, I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to make this turn. I'm going to hit the, the slide button, and I barrel roll and end up in the grass where I would have anyways. So it's kinda like I wrecked and I barrel rolled.
0: But now that's that's just one thing. The thing that really busted my tires <laughs> <laughs> what were, were the AI. The the, the oh, other cars on a track that go against you. They're evil. It is by far the smartest AI in a racing game. <laughs> they knew exactly okay, also in this game, uh, as in like an RC program, you can get little power ups and stuff right. and you can drop those like the the one that we hated the most was our mines.
1: The mines, and the, they look like thumbtacks. They basically do the same thing. Yeah.
0: Like, if you were behind, if I was behind the first place car, he would just drop them perfectly at the right time to wreck me. Or they would put them in a spot where you couldn't miss them. There was no. one part on one of the tracks where it goes wide then it gets really skinny because there's a bridge. And they put a, they put one of the, the, the mines right there at the entrance of the bridge. So you were going to hit it no matter what you did.
1: You, we can't overstate enough. The placement of the, these mines that they dropped were in places that were either impossible to avoid or they knew as soon as you got behind them the computer knew and they dropped a mine it was just it's impressive in a sense because they're very smart with their weapon usage but it's also scary extremely frustrating and scary and it terrifying. Remi-
0: it's telling me that the computers are getting smarter already Trevor right. so be prepared for them to be you know the the rulers of the earth soon and I've this seen is, this in movies Like Terminator was right
1: I mean can you imagine the year 2000 this was 98
0: yeah. We're gonna be ruled yeah. by a By the year two thousand, our flying cars are gonna be driven by robots. Yeah. And we'll be the ones pumping their gas. So
1: speaking of pumping gas and nothing to do with that.
0: Um, Good segue. <laughs> the
1: the level of forgiveness I'm willing to give that Johnny is just Johnny's just been too broken and hurt by this game.
0: I have a lot of things that have happened to me as I've grown older. Some say wiser and some say less intelligent and this is, mostly the latter, yeah, mostly the latter. This game, if if you've ever wanted to make a child and or slash grown man cry, this is the game you make them play.
1: Well, that, that's a good point. I think I said while we were playing, I'm crying right now. I just think this would make a child and Johnny cry, and it did. I just, I think there's something to it. I think that's what I'm trying to say here because there are almost 100 upgrades. And these upgrades make a huge difference. But
0: you can only get them if you get in the top three places, which is crazy difficult to do. So
1: if you don't get in the top three, actually, the people who did can steal the items from your vehicle. And that's how you get new items. Right. So you basically, like, loot someone else's vehicle to add them to your vehicle.
0: Which, on the own set, sounds like a cool concept. But if you're never getting in the top three, then you're you're just not going to do anything. Right. You're just going to constantly be fighting for fifth place out and of six places.
1: I'm always uh, a warrior for justice and fairness, <laughs> and playing by the rules.
0: Trevor's our Superman,
1: whereas Johnny plays it a little Batman style, a little loose.
0: Yeah, a little more loosey goosey, a little darker. You know.
1: And so I was begging him the whole time. Let's just go back to the easier races. And basically spam it. Just see if we can win a couple races. So and can, I refuse. He's like, no, we're going to see all the tracks. And
0: I'm going to get a place that's more, not fifth or sixth.
1: The problem is the later tracks are even harder than the earlier ones. And so with our vehicles with no upgrades, it was just.
0: We were dead in the water. It was dead in the water. Sometimes that means literally because right. there's water on some of these levels.
1: So I, I really think this would frustrate a kid in 1998 so much. But.
0: It frustrated two adults in 2016. It
1: sure did. Here's the thing. I think if, this, if you're a kid, you know, N64 games averaged about 70 bucks, if I'm not mistaken. We were pretty poor, so everything we got was way after it was new. It was not the hot thing anymore. But if you spent 70 bucks on a game... Trevor's
0: just now getting snap bracelets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you lost from train thought. Okay. <laughs> All right, if you paid 70 bucks for a game in 1998, you probably won't a lot of replay value out of it, because you might not get maybe another game for six months or a year. So in that in- aspect, if you can figure out the upgrade system, which isn't very easy with these menus, I think it will I think it will get better, because you'll be getting better turning, better speed, better grip. The suspension makes you not flip as much when you go around turns. But just for a pick-up-and-play game, this is not Mario Kart. We'll be no. very clear about that.
0: No, it's far from it. It's nowhere near... Mario Kart is a game where even if you've never played a kart game before, it's easy enough for you to get into it, but also at the same time it can get deeper as right. you're going. This one just starts out like it you should know everything you're doing. Right. And it's that's not my style.
1: So I, I think if you're gonna play in anything. If, if you're gonna play this game, I think you have to I think what you have to do is you have to sit down and dedicate a few hours to just playing the first couple of tracks yes. over and over. Upgrade several cars so that you can let your friends use them and play it later. Because with upgraded cars, it might be possible, but it's still even at that, it's never going to be Mario Kart. The gameplay is just not that tight. And let me
0: be clear: I do not suggest anybody waste your life doing that at all.
1: I mean, I'm not thinking about it or anything.
0: Trevor's going to do it as soon as he leaves my Probably house. Probably will. It's always going to do. It's just that. <laughs> now. I was going to I was going to make a comment about the colors, but. To me, unless it was a Nintendo-made game for Nintendo 64, your colors were always kind of muted, in a way, on it. So, I don't want to like knock it too much for that. And to give us some positives, because I know I seem like I'm the most harsh of us on this game. So, I will try to give us some more a little positives. I do like that you can customize your car. And when we were able, finally, to add stuff to our car, it did get a little better. Like, right. my car got faster. It was got a little bit easier to control, yep. and I still didn't win that many races, but I did win one, which is yeah. a best improvement. It,
1: it, it can't, yeah, definitely gets better when you start up upgrading your vehicle. It's just kind of a shame that it starts out so frustrating, um, but it's also cool that you can actually see the upgrades on your car. Like when I added the turbo boost to my car, it's this giant engine-looking thing on the back of my car. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, sure, and, and you can see... Uh, anybody else who's added to theirs, yeah. which is another thing. This is at least a four-player game. Up to four right. people can play this. That's
1: pretty cool. And, oh, and also, I do wish it weren't so frustrating because it does a lot of things well, um, including in the two-player mode, you can play through the whole, uh, with all the computers on the track, you know, the whole championship mode, which is pretty cool because um, I know there's some racing games on N64 where two-player is just, just two-player. There's no AI on the track.
0: Well, you also so. got to realize you're dealing with a time where they only had so much space they could use on these games.
1: This was 98. It was an earlier, somewhat earlier N64 game. Um,
0: Yeah. And I also the other thing that I really liked about it, uh, you know, a lot of these, especially in the 64 games, you know, for your racing games, you have different views. Like this one had by far the most views. Like I could go really far out. I like a far out view so I could see my car and my surroundings. And this game definitely enabled me to do that. Yeah.
1: There's really only three views, but one is like inside where you only see the track. One is sort of your regular behind the car view. The third view is like micro machines view.
0: Yeah, the third view is like you're in outer RC space. Pro in yeah, place. you're watching your cars from yeah. outer space.
1: Yeah, it's like satellite view.
0: Yeah, which is what I've used. Which is
1: which is pretty cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. So that's my positives. I'm not gonna completely hate on this game. I think if the AI was toned down a little bit
1: because they're evil, that's, they're evil.
0: They they are literally Satan. If yes. Satan was a video game character, it would be the first place car in Penny racer Yes.
1: <laughs> they uh I think... I don't know. I don't know. Even with a fully upgraded car, I think it's going to feel better because it. it's kind of a dumb decision if you think about it. I mean, it's neat, and it gives it replay value, but it's kind of dumb to make your game start out with poor controls. I understand making upgrades that speed up your vehicle, but really, the controls start out terrible, but they get better when you upgrade it. But how many people are going to get past that point?
0: Now, I will say, in all fairness, Menu I mean, you each only used one car. I don't know if... Anything a different car changes how if they all handle differently or any of that stuff. I honestly don't know because I stuck with the Trans Am.
1: In our defense, we stuck with those cars because we couldn't really figure out how to change cars. That's the other thing without resetting the game. (laughs) But now, what
0: I thought would be this game's saving grace was the fact that there's a track editor on there. So uh, you would think that would mean an all like a (laughs) crazy amount of infinite number of tracks that could make this game a lot of fun. Because I do like, excuse me, some of those what the games do like there's jumps and there's water and there's all kinds of environmental yeah. things so I had high hopes for it but now Trevor please explain what happened when you tried to make a track
1: well, it made me feel like a total idiot so I designed a track that was like three straight pieces long and then for some reason when I tried going any further every track piece I laid was was horizontal so it just it just blocked the track <laughs> I pushed every button on the controller I could not figure out how to rotate the pieces I know it's possible, and I think it's probably a really cool addition to the game. But it's so frustrating. Frustrating, like everything else. The menus are just. There's no reason it should be that frustrating. The track editor could be really cool if, again, if you get over the hump of just figuring it out.
0: And there and there's all kinds of things you could put into the track too. There's yeah. jumps. There's little humps. There's all kinds of little. Uh, trees, you, water. you put trees and water in them. Uh, this is Trevor did actually make a track, and I'm going to this is how long it took. Okay, I'm starting at the driver's line. All right, uh, three, two, one, go. I'm going up the hill. The game's over. There's the end yeah. the race.
1: That was a track. It was two yeah. seconds long,
0: <laughs> and he won. So I man. won,
1: so I stole a part from Johnny's vehicle because that's what you get to do as the winner. Yeah. Uh, after our three second race, it's very unfair. I will say, though, that um, when we did my track, we discovered there were actually, I don't know, like eight or nine pre made tracks from the track editor. And although they were kind of ugly, I think they were actually more fun than the other tracks in the I found
0: them more fun, but we also were just playing just me and you on the tracks. Yeah. I got a feeling if we put the AI on there, we would have hated it just as right. much.
1: I, you know what? I think the value of this game might be as just a simple, just waste a couple hours of your life building up a few vehicles so they're decent and have decent turning and speed, and then figure out the track editor and make some tracks, and then just you and three buddies just play on those tracks.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's what the value is. I definitely do not think this game has any value at all as a single player game.
1: No, not well, unless you're just addicted to unlocking things because there's a lot to unlock. And honestly, I
0: am. You know those Lego games that come out all the time? I love those because there's so yeah. many things, so many characters you can unlock, and I love doing that. This, I get no feeling from this. <laughs> with that, I just get frustration, anger, and am I talking about this game or life? Because it's the same, very similar things.
1: <laughs> I think it's one and the same. <laughs> we have the and, and even adding it's essential that you add your upgraded parts to your vehicle. We cannot
0: we cannot stress that enough. It, you will lose every race unless you completely start upgrading your car every time.
1: But you would think they just automatically add it to your vehicle when you get them, but no, you actually have to go to the customization menu and figure out how to put them on
0: manually do it yourself. And even
1: that didn't make a lot of sense. I think we kind of figured it out.
0: Right, and if you start out in a C class, which is the lower class, right. and they only give you so many points you can use, yeah. and everything you upgrade costs something. Right. So if you want like a, if you, let's say you unlock the mines or you stole the mines from somebody, you're going to have to give up something else to be able to use it. Right. So I, I never did. I just kept my, uh, up to my engine and my suspension, and that was good enough for me because it wasn't worth the loss of those things.
1: Yeah that, yeah, that was the thing. And I'm assuming in later classes you can really bulk up your car, but yeah, you only get six points to work with, which is basically enough for one upgrade uh, in a C class. But Yeah, I, I think the game has some value, but it, there's a steep curve. And for a game called Penny Racers, based on a child's toy for the Nintendo 64, I think there's a reason you don't hear about this game. It just was mismanaged. It, I don't know. It's, well, it's a shame because I think it could. There is something there.
0: I think it's what I hated it more is that it felt like it was a wasted opportunity. I, I normally love cart racers, RC Pro Those games have held a special place for me. Just you know, just growing up because me and you used to play those all mm-hmm. the time, and those were so much fun. And this, I got none of that feeling from this.
1: This is actually closer, and I'm probably going to lose all fans after the statement
0: because we have one now, so yeah. we could lose one at Mom's this. Mom's going to
1: stop listening after this. Yeah, this game is closer to Gran Turismo for the PlayStation than Mario Kart, in my opinion, because it's just it takes it's a learning curve. before you start getting it, it's all about the upgrades and making your car better. And uh, this argument's not making sense now that I'm saying it.
0: No, but I I I'm going to agree with you because I never cared for the Gran Turismo games. <laughs> like I understood their appeal as in it's for car lovers who want like more realistic stuff. But you know, if I got a car and it's real, I'm able to flip that thing going around a curve, and I couldn't ever flip them in that game. <laughs> Nothing I was trying, but I was trying, and it never worked. Yeah.
1: So this you might almost say Penny Racers has the opposite problem of Gran Turismo. And Gran Turismo. You tried wrecking, and you really just stayed on the track. In this game, you try making a turn, and you fly all over the place. Yes.
0: I did wreck quite often on this one. Oh, man. To be fair.
1: (laughs) Constant. There was one part. I I was trying harder than Johnny to find the good in this game, I think. Um, You were reaching. I was reaching. But there was one part, I think it was the volcano track, where we keep uh, running into the lava, and it resets you like behind this little wall, and every time you try to start again, you just run into the lava. And I was about ready to quit right then, to be honest.
0: Your cars will slide like crazy. Yeah. It definitely takes some getting used to. But. So I, I guess, since we've kind of covered both the good and the bad, is there any other things you want to make sure we cover before we get to the review, the actual rating of the game?
1: Um, actually, uh, no, I think I'll save that for the quiz. I think, yeah, I mean, the graphics are pretty mediocre, to be honest. this not Mario Kart quality. No, not at all. But it's not enough for me to dislike the game. It's It's got its charm. Um, I will
0: say the graphics are not the reason why I don't like it.
1: And the music is pretty, yeah.
0: The music and First. the sound effects of the engines, if that's Ooh. what you want to call them, is atrocious.
1: Penny racers are plastic toys. They don't have engine sounds. So but they had to make up something for this game. And you see if you can recreate it.
0: I can't. It's impossible. The, it's the most highest pitch. <laughs> it's like that. That's that as close good. as I could get. That's and I hurt close. myself doing that. <laughs> That's pretty. I close. don't feel well now because <laughs> I did that. Also, I don't feel well because I played this game.
1: And we just ate a giant hamburger and fries. That probably they don't mean, need to know okay. that. That's not important. That's we're incredible. American. That's personal. Um, see, I, I think we're ready. Let's see if I come up with a rating for this. Um, okay. Well, it's called Penny Racers. So, if you can give this one to ten amounts of money, okay, <laughs> what would you give it?
0: Man, I want to be fair. Obviously, I had a harder time enjoying this game. And, man, God, this is tough. I'm probably going to give it 40 cents out of a dollar.
1: Kind of like a 4 out of 10. Yeah, that's totally what I was bad. going for.
0: Yeah, I remember I'm really bad at math.
1: I'm going to give this, uh, let's see.
0: Please put it in American. I don't know Euros very well.
1: We'll say about... Uh three three eighty euro, which is <laughs> probably a little over five dollars, maybe five dollars fifty cent. So I'm gonna give this about a five and a half out of ten with the caveat that my fun I had with it today was about a three out of ten.
0: Now please explain what caveat means.
1: Caveat is kind of like it's like a fish egg you eat.
0: Okay, that's what I thought. That's yeah. caviar, isn't it?
1: Caviar, yeah.
0: Caviar. No I like it. Caviar, caviar, yeah, we're the most inte- retro bliss is where you go to learn new things about other areas and foods, and it's high class.
1: We're all about class. yeah, the, <laughs> so with the caviar, that's probably a three out of ten fun I have with it today, but I think it has potential to be a six and a half. <laughs> seven maybe if it's just that's it what really, I really really improves. I don't know That's what I put
0: on all my dating profiles. I'm a 3.5, but I have a potential to be a 6.5 <laughs> if you just give me a chance.
1: <laughs> I have the potential to be so mediocre.
0: Yeah, I could be slightly above mediocre if you just let me say words.
1: Yeah, so I'm going with 5.5, and, a half, and I, I'll be honest. For right, the way I feel right now, I think that's somewhat generous.
0: I think you're being very generous. That's yeah. just me personally. If we never play this again, it's not going to hurt my feelings.
1: I'm going to have to really work on this game to talk you into it. I'm going to have to really beat really up are. some cars. And that's
0: saying a lot because, I, A, I love kart racers. B, I love RC am. I was really wanting to like this game, and I couldn't.
1: I'll be honest. I spent seven dollars on this game, and I don't feel like I've gotten seven dollars out of it yet. You so haven't. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to try it at least once more.
0: That's right. Now, of course, now it's time for everybody's favorite part of these episodes. It's time for
1: the bliss quiz. All right,
0: Trevor, please start. Johnny. Now, I just want everybody to know we don't know these questions. You don't know what I'm going to ask you. You don't know what I'm going to ask. Me, I said that wrong, but you know what I mean. Yes. English, I'm not good at. Go, Trevor.
1: It's only a matter of time before we end up asking the same questions, because we really don't go over these. But So your first question, Johnny. Mm-hmm. How do you unlock the secret weapon called Air Duct? Oh. So there's uh, all kinds of upgrades you can unlock, like we mentioned. One of them is a weapon called the Air Duct. I don't know what that does. It sounds cool. So what do you do?
0: Do you... It's just... It's just... Go ahead, make the joke. (laughs) It's literally, it just shoots ducks out in the air at you, and they just quack as they go by.
1: So again, that's air duct with a T.
0: (laughs) Oh, sorry. I hear what I want to
1: hear. So, do you have to win 10 races? I'm really good at duct hunt. (laughs) Do you have to complete a lap backwards, or do you have to play the same track in Class A 30 times in a row without turning
0: the system off? Oh my gosh, that sounds like the most evil thing you could do. So I'm going to go with that one. That is correct. Oh my gosh. You (laughs) would do that. 30
1: times in a row, the same track. And each track is three laps. Without turning the system off, you'll probably die and you'll definitely burn up your system (laughs) trying to do this.
0: And you don't know what the actual move is? Like what the actual thing is?
1: It's called an air duct. I don't know what kind of weapon it is, but that's what you have to do. And you have to get in top three on each of those 30 races. So I guess if you do 29 races oh my gosh, and then get fourth place you got to start over oh,
0: there's no way it's not even worth it I don't <laughs> care what it is and this is you know the other reason real quick that I want to like this game there's literally over a hundred ways to customize your car like I read there's like a hundred and fourteen parts total in this game that you can add to your cars which is impressive yeah you know, Trevor, are you ready for your first question I think so. The sequel to Penny Racers was, A, released in Japan only, B, never, ever made, C, it ruined many lives like its predecessor.
1: Well, I'll go out and buy it right now if it released in America, but (laughs) I'm going to go with A. I think it was probably just Japan only.
0: That is correct. Though, C, if you would have said that, I would have just let that slide because I feel it would be true if it (laughs) happened.
1: (laughs) You really love this game.
0: It's one of my favorites. I would rather play X-Men. No way. <laughs> this game's
1: playable. because It's least. really ma- really anger-inducing.
0: But uh, I would like this game more if there were X-Men in the cars. <laughs>
1: that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. So, Johnny, are you ready yes. for your second question? I am. Okay. You know I like the eBay game. Oh, yes. So there's someone selling an unpack of actual Penny Racer cars.
0: Oh, the actual toys. Yeah, the actual
1: toys. Okay. On eBay right now. Um, I don't remember how much these cost. but again, if we owned them, they were probably like two bucks, three bucks. Yeah. So how much do you think they're selling a nine pack for right now? This is just a random listing I found.
0: So a lot of nine penny racers Right. right now. Do you know, like, are these some of the original ones? They are new in blister pack.
1: So no, I think they're actually later ones
0: okay, uh I don't even remember what years these. I think they started came out in like the late seventies early eighties
1: they yeah they were a long time ago, and I don't know when or even if they stopped. I don't think I see them in america anymore
0: i don't I don't think I've seen one in a long time uh, I'm gonna go with um uh, I'm gonna assume they think they can get at least ten dollars a car and go ninety
1: uh that's pretty close uh it's twelve thousand nine hundred ninety nine
0: pennies uh twelve
1: thousand nine hundred ninety nine pennies yeah. Which is one hundred twenty nine dollars and ninety nine cents.
0: That's still way too much. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, that's uh, that's a little bit much for a little plastic toy.
0: Now, if you can buy that, then power to you.
1: What's sad is I really would like to have a couple, but not for that price.
0: There's, did you look up what any of the other ones? were?
1: Yeah, they're like fifteen bucks a piece is the cheapest I could find, which oh is really gosh. disappointing. I
0: bet they're just hard to find now because they just don't make them Probably. anymore. All right, Trevor, <coughs> what made? I'm going to go with the toys too. What made the Penny Racer's toys different from the other toy cars you could get?
1: Well, I should know this.
0: A, they were smaller. B, you could stick a penny in the back. Or C, they would taunt you in your life choices. Uh, all of the above. Correct. That's
1: what I thought. <laughs> so, before I redo my final question, I have a little information about the company that made Penny Racers. Okay. Um, the
0: game or the toy?
1: The toy. Okay. Uh, Oh, I don't know if we said, the game was published by THQ, at least in North America. Um,
0: Which means it could be hit or miss. Yeah. And this was a miss.
1: (laughs) It said they were partnered with Takara, which was the Japanese company that made the toy.
0: So Takara,
1: which later was known as Tommy in English, uh, you know, the Tommy Toy Company. Everybody knows about them, probably. Uh, So Takara, the Japanese company, their original uh, mascot Mm -hmm. was... um, uh, a racist uh, emblem. It was a it was a doll. You know those dolls that they were black dolls with really like raggy hair and white eyes. I don't and like where this is going. It was, it was kind of yeah. It was it was a race it was a racist symbol that was used in cartoons back uh, like, like the a 40s. Tom, like a
0: Tom and Jerry cartoon sort of kind of
1: like that kind of thing. And that, okay. was, <laughs> that was their uh, that was their emblem. But they got in trouble over it obviously and changed it.
0: That that's their views, not ours. We don't condone no. that.
1: I thought that was interesting and a little dark. Um, So, with that being said, now that you know something about this company, which of these items Uh is an actual toy that this company released um, based on the... They're called Koro Qs in Japan. Yeah, right. The the Penny Racers. Was there a Koro Chu, which was a small insect that ran along the ground? (laughs) Was it a Puka Q, which was a bath salt compressed into an egg that dissolves in the bathtub and releases a little toy. Wow. Or was it the CQ, which is an actual single-passenger electric vehicle that's street legal based on the toy?
0: Oh, man. Part of me really wants it to be B, so I can actually look it up on YouTube and see if I can see it happen. I'm going to go with the B with my gut, because that's what I want to be true.
1: So the Koro Chu, the small insect. The Puka Q, which is a bath egg that dissolves and releases a toy, uh-huh. and the actual passenger vehicle based on the toy are all royal things that were made.
0: I can live with that. Yeah. I'm actually okay with that completely.
1: That, that, that kind of blew my mind. I thought that was pretty amazing.
0: That's pretty fantastic. I'm not going to lie. That, that makes me at least halfway glad that we covered this game. <laughs> now, Trevor, are you ready for your last question? Now, the toys again, which is what we're focusing on now. They, apparently many different ones were made of real life vehicles. Yes. So, this is a true or false question. You have a 50% chance. I know this math. That's how easy this math is for you to get this right. All right. The DeLorean, which was the car that was in the back of the future. Back to the future. Uh-huh. Yeah, back of the future. <laughs> it was in the back of the future.
1: I remember that movie, Back of the Future. Back of
0: the Future. Right. Uh, the DeLorean had its own penny racer. Is this true or false?
1: Oh, man. I have to go true because I want it to be true.
0: It is true. Oh, and I really good. want one, but I get this like I bet you that's like a $30 one
1: easily. That's got to be.
0: Yeah, easily. Now, uh, we want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Retro Bliss. Uh, make sure you find us on iTunes. Please quit making me beg. You need to review us on there because that's how other people will find us. So please, please, please review us so I can quit doing that because it's annoying Trevor and it's annoying me and I have to live with myself.
1: I have a knife in his back and I'm just so tempted.
0: He really wants to do it really badly. Luckily, my parents are here, so he can't do it in front of them. But the second they turn her back, I'm probably a goner. That's probably what it's going to be. Trevor, please tell them what our Twitter is. So we have
1: at RetroBlissed.
0: That's, That's with an E-D.
1: Yeah, Bliss E-D, at RetroBlissed. Follow us on Twitter. Leave some comments and feedback. We really just would love to hear from you.
0: Also, make sure you find our Facebook page, which is just Retro Bliss. Just B-L-I-S-S. There's no E-D on it. On Facebook. Uh, join it. Like it. Where we put pictures on there and we tell you when new episodes are out. And uh, just all around buffoonery is on there because we're on there. That's accurate. That's a very real word. And also, make sure you follow me on Instagram where I will post not only about this uh, podcast but also my art and other stuff at Johnnyism28. Uh, that's all I got for now. Trevor, do you want to add anything to this obviously game that we had such a great time covering?
1: Uh Penny
0: saved is a penny earned. You are the wisest man that I know. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.